Welcome back to Miscellaneous Important Stuff. Today, my friend Jason came on the show. We've been friends for over 10 years now. We've worked on lots of creative projects together. Currently, we work together in advertising, and he's also a film professor at a local college. We spent some time talking about creative burnout and how to avoid it and how to deal with it if it does end up happening. At the beginning of the episode, I'm reading a list of symptoms for burnout. I'm not sure if I totally explained that when the episode starts. So that's what that is. And then we kind of kick it off from there. I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope you guys do too. Here it is. Welcome to the show. Snake Johnson. Mmm, baby. <laughs> Cracking a cold one with the boys. Here we go. All right. So first question for you, what the fuck you want? All right. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna give you the creative burnout test. No, just burnout, job burnout symptoms. Yeah. But I think it sort of applies to all things, just work. You ready? Shoot, <laughs> let me hear you shoot. Have you become cynical? Let me hear you shoot it, tell me. Go, you Have, got it. <laughs> Let's go. Have you become cynical or critical at work? <laughs> yes or no? Wait, at work or what, what was my option? At work. At work with cynical. Work. What do you okay? Cynical. What? What? We're never gonna get to this test if you don't just answer. I'm sorry. Repeat. I was just laughing. It's just like I just heard cynical. I'm like, oh well. Have you ever become cynical or critical at work? Oh hell yeah! All right, critical. I, I didn't hear critical. I just heard cynical and started laughing. Do you drag yourself to work and have trouble getting started? You don't f and say. How's that movie theater chair doing in the side of the wall, keeping warm for me? Have you become irritable or <laughs> impatient with coworkers, customers, or clients? <laughs> you can't even read the questions. Because they're funny. Because as I'm reading it, I know it's you. Yeah. This is, okay. Did you tell the audience what this was? This is a test, not that you created. It's on the Yeah, this is a web. this is a test. Not a test. On It's just, bur- it's sim- symptoms of burnout on the internet, on a website. And I've been through these before. So there's several different websites. Yeah. But it's just a list. Hey, how about you give an answer as well? As we uh, we both give our answers. Mm, currently, you want me to know? Like as we're going through, because you, you you can relate to all these as well, right? But is this my current state or how I felt before? How, have you experienced this? Oh, okay. Is that what we're answering? Because that's what I'm saying. Are you want me to answer? I'm asking now? how you are right now. Oh, well, I haven't been answering honestly. Then all right, let's start over. Here we go. Have you become cynical or critical at work? Well, it's I mean, it's, it works a lot a little bit easier lately. But not throughout. Let's just do from the year. I would say for the the past year, how have I felt? Is that that's fair? Okay, not today. It shouldn't be on right like, the day. Right. It should be overall in the past six yeah. months, twelve months. Okay, yeah, that's what I've been answering correctly. All right. Then. So do you want me to do the same? Sure. Um, in the last six months, I'd say no to the first one. I've not been cynical. Um, I wouldn't say I drag myself to work. I don't think I've been impatient or irritable and I've, well, here's what I'll tell you. I already, I've already taken this test several times in my life and I'm not, I'm not in the middle. I'm not in the middle of burnout. No, I already know that I've seen you there, but you haven't been. Yeah. So not lately. So let's just, let's go with you and I'll get back to me later. Cause I already know I'm the star. Yeah. You're the star. Special Um, guest. Do you lack the energy to be consistently productive? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Do you find it hard to concentrate? Uh, yeah, ADHD. Do I you love lo- it as an excuse too, you know? Since my ADHD comes up, I just, you know, 
<laughs> do you do you lack satisfaction from your achievements? Some days, yeah, yeah. I mean, most days, it matters what it is for sure. I know that's like that's not a great question for this. Yeah. Uh, do you feel disillusioned about your job? Ugh, that's a great question because you can take it different ways. I'll say yes, I do some days. Other days, I'm proud of it. Sure. Okay. Are you using food, mm. drugs, Ooh. or alcohol? Wow. To feel better or to simply not feel? Hmm. To feel better. Oh well. Okay. I, I thought I thought the question was going to be to help you get through creative creative work. Uh, that's fine. Are you eating terrible food? Well, I do do I do do drugs. Do do every day. I do do them twice. And <laughs> <laughs> well, caffeine is a drug. It's a legal drug. All right, fine. So yes, I. I They're wish I could more get talking off. about like, are you overeating or eating terribly because it feels good? Are you drinking to the point where you're like to cope with all this? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, have your sleep habits changed? Did you not hear that? I heard that. Okay. You have headphones on. Yep. Copy that. Copy. Copy. Have your sleep habits changed? Okay, so this chart, this this test, it's not a test. It's just symptoms. Quiz. Just symptoms. Symptoms. It's about currently being a part of like you're on a creative project. Project. Not even, it's not even creative. It's just. What do you general. mean? My, I mean, my sleep patterns have changed. Are like, you sleeping since, less? Are you sleeping more? Like, since when? Since I started a project. You know what I mean? No, no. This is, we're still talking like last six, twelve months. Okay. I mean, well, like, are you having trouble sleeping? Or are you sleeping too much? You can't. You can't get up. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Um, because even when I work long hours, I'm still creating. It's different because I've had physical la- uh, physical labor jobs, if that's proper English. Um, <laughs> it's English. West Virginia here. So <laughs> it's English. <laughs> you know, so I've had that where I'm just, but my body's just worn out, right? Yeah. And, and it's just completely different from where your brain is just fried from working creatively and having to turn those gears. It's not just like having to do like, oh, like let's crunch some numbers. Let's just organize stuff. Having to creatively think, use that side of the brain really does just have this its own separate thing where it just kind of, yeah, it just wears you down. So yes, I mean, I definitely have experienced that and it is completely different. Okay, uh, thank you for that short answer. Physically. What's that? Thank you for that short answer. Yep. Are you, I, I just hope everybody understood that. I, I don't, be, that's I, not my problem. I creatively accomplished something. Last question. Are you troubled by unexplained headaches, stomach, or bowel problems, or what? other phys- physical complaints? Wait a minute. Is this on there because it causes problems? I just need answers because I have everything. And I, I think this may be create creation and creativity has diagnosed me or not diagnosed me, but listen, I'm about to diagnose you. If you just answer the question, <laughs> I mean, I have problems out the ass all the time, literally out the ass. Like, I mean, yeah, but I don't know if it's just yeah hereditary or it comes from stress and creativity. All right, here comes the diagnosis. You ready? Yeah, please. You, Jason Gwynn. Mm. have burnout oh creative burnout sad dude sad. Man, what the? no that's, i'm that's serious though don't you real. don't you don't you feel like you do yeah I'm, i do and it's it's very terrible where we you and i work in the advertising uh world where we create videos 
we have those little spells where we create depressed uh, material that yeah. kind of depresses us, like child abuse and just non-for-profit kind of stuff that really helps the community. It's fantastic, the outcome of it all. But creating that, and so people can watch that video and feel that emotion, you know, we're feeling it. For so us to convey that emotion to you, we had to create that emotion. So it's kind of it's 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 down. It's a downer. Um, but what I'm getting at is now sometimes we do a lot of fun stuff. So the fun stuff we look forward to it lifts our spirits. So lately, I've even noticed, even currently, <clears throat> you know, having like a two full days off, we finally get to relax a little bit, and then you come back to work Monday and we get to work on a fun video, and I just cannot even do it. I'm just staring. When that happens, I know I have creative burnout. But what do you attribute that to? Do you really think it's just because you've worked on some depressing videos? No, I guess I'm saying is like, it's not that it's like, oh, here we go. A lot of people have jobs where they don't enjoy even creating. It's not, I mean, I used to shoot furniture for a living and edit furniture. That's not fun, right? So even at my current job, we get to actually have a story at least. It could just be depressing story. It could be boring story, whatever. Uh, so we all want to do comedy stuff. We all want to have fun. We all want to laugh. And so when you're getting handed a project like that, that's all I'm saying, you think you'd be like, oh, let's rock and roll and strut and stroll, baby. And I'm just spacing. Like, I'm just, I just, I have no idea what to do with this. And it just matters about that day. Yesterday, couldn't do anything. Today I walked in, boom, sat down, knocked it out. And I just went on a roll. But just having that day, I just couldn't get back into it. So it's just an odd thing it's so weird where you're not just doing a daily task you actually have to turn the creativity on and most people even listening to this can relate to that i feel like burnout is something that builds up though it's not day to day like no you are it's a combination of things over several months or even a year or two years of it like building up to the point where you just can't handle it anymore and i'm not feeling it right now I th sometimes I think I should be and I've felt it maybe eight or ten months ago um, but I think it's just to me it's just mental exhaustion mm -hmm. too much for too long well you know me for ten years yeah I TCB when it's B to TC I take care of business when it's business to be taken <laughs> care of son. so you see me go 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 that's why my I have a lot of gray in my hair but I stay busy, busy all the time, but now having this job where I've never been challenged before at our current situation where I'm creating so many different levels and so many different types of stuff, I have never experienced this kind of, you know, burnout. So I don't know if it's just mental exhaustion because I've had experiences where I'm going all the time and just go stress about this, stress about that, get this deadline, get that deadline, but it's like, you It's know, different though. I'm not even, is. I'm talking about a different type of mental exhaustion where you're, it's critical thinking it's creative thinking and it's non-stop and it's different categories it's long form short form and it's too many hours in a day for too many days in a row for too many weeks in a row okay yeah creatively because you're creating day in and day out yeah and there's a lot of expectations it's not creating and just like whatever comes out comes out i mean that's that's part of the reason like i've told you like that's why i want to do this podcast because i don't really have to think about it now that we're started and we're going like whatever this is is what it's going to be i don't have to overthink it mm -hmm. it might be terrible i don't know it doesn't matter though because i don't have to edit it i don't have to decide whether or not people are going to like it it just is what it is but when your entire day is spent thinking is this what we're supposed to be making is this good is the client going to like it yeah, am i going to like it right all those factors Do they think i'm terrible 
all those things build up and there's that pressure to the point where you just don't want to do anything anymore. Hmm. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. You're right. It's not just so much creativity. You know, if you get to go and do what you want to do, but it's considered creative and entertaining and fun, that's your and I's life's goal, you know, is to have an income where we get to create, but it's on our own accord kind of stuff, you know? Uh, but yeah, when you have all these other factors built in for sure, you know, it definitely have all this pressure put on top of you. And that's what I'm saying this past year. That's, I experienced a lot of that. that I'm not used to. Yeah. So when you said mental exhaustion, I thought you meant in general, you just oh, mental no. exhaustion. Because I know, yeah, you've done out. that, but the other things, right. but I feel like when it, it's all from creativity, from making things, because I, I feel like I do really well with very little sleep and too many things going on, but it's different when it's expected to tell a story and then, or to go straight from telling a story to being funny. Yeah. Like make a funny video. Like I'm, kind of sad right now well i'll tell you what kind of compliment you a little bit while we're on the topic here sure jay shells um that's a street name y'all anyway what i was kind of talking about this morning in front of uh, another coworker of ours is that you do have the ability to just power through you you create some great stuff but i don't know how you do it like how i was complaining yesterday i was like i couldn't do it i stayed later at work because i felt bad i get enough done and I stayed up to like 8.30 at night, still didn't get anything done because I just kept, I thought if I sit sit here, it'll finally come to me. You can just sit there and just work, keep working and actually finish it and accomplish it. And it, it seems like you were, it's not like you just did, you just hit a but few buttons and the, and the job was exported and you were done. You actually made a creative project, but you probably weren't feeling it, but you still pulled it off. But then other times, like on the heat of the moment, I can probably ask you questions and like, hey, come up with some jokes, come up with some ideas, boom, 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 boom. You might need a moment. Well, yeah. I can easily, my brain can just be like, yeah, here you go. Boop, boop. doesn't matter how tired I am. I got it. But if you sell, have me sit down and focus and tell a story, I cannot do it. And that's why I think you and I differ a lot. And you just impressed me. That's all. Well, I appreciate it. But then I'm, there's plenty of days where I'm just sitting there staring at it. I think I do well under pressure when I know yeah. I only have. I think we all do. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. when I can turn it on because to me, when I'm feeling the most pressure and not knowing what to do, the easiest thing for me to do is just start. And then something comes of that. I don't, I don't even think I'm being the most creative or doing my best work. I think I just start and somehow it comes together, mm. but I've had a lot of years where I couldn't get anything done. I was just so overwhelmed by what was expected of me that I didn't want to do anything at all. That's why I'm like, I relate. I've been in the same place where yeah. I don't want to, I could not get anything done. I'd be at my last job, just staring at the monitor all day. And I, it, the day would end. I realized I didn't really do anything partially because yeah. nobody was asking for anything. I, I hated what I was doing. And, but I think the, the first time I, I ever knew what burnout was, cause I knew something was wrong was probably in college because up to that point, I just always gone nonstop working seven days a week, trying to make movies, trying to make, different types of videos saying yes to every person that wanted me to work on their movie or make their video. And like, I just got to the point where I pretty much broke down. I remember just crying to my mom and I was like, mm. I've researched it. I'm like Googling everything, Googling symptoms. Cause like, I don't know what's wrong with me, wow. but I couldn't, I couldn't get anything done. I felt so overwhelmed and I thought maybe I'm just not supposed to do this. I'm just not yeah. supposed to create. I was about to make that same comment. Cause I've been there, done that. And I'm, that's why I had that realization. Cause once we hit that, we finally hit that, which is kind of a blessing in, in some ways where 
you were able to have a creative burnout because you were yeah. able to create so much. And I, I thought that same, I had to question myself. If I'm miserable right now, then maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, and you have to sit there and kind of diagnose yourself, like think about it and realize, okay, yes, it's too much, a little too much of anything could be you know, overwhelming to people. Yeah. It's a sad thing to have to ask yourself, but mm-hmm. it's helpful too. Cause because of that, I realized, no, I want to make things. That's all I want to do is make something, create something. Yeah. You just have to give yourself a break and that's what I know. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, the older I've gotten, I realize it mentally, it's, you need it. And I it, I feel so bad about it because some days, like some weekends, I, I'm i getting better at feeling okay. Like to listening to people, like my weekends and stuff, like I have two jobs, whatever. Um, so on the weekends, I used to spend my entire 20s. I'm in my 30s now. I spend my entire 20s going to work, going to school, whatever I got to do. And then the weekends and the evenings are just filled with creating now I have a full-time job that creates every day. You might think, okay, I'm going to get burned out. I, I didn't, maybe I shouldn't work this job because then I can't work on my own stuff. I found out to not be true. If you have a passion and drive for stuff, you're going to keep working on it. But now what's kind of bums me out is because we're creatively burned out some days, we need to have those rest days. And that still to this day eats at me because I can oh. be like creating on my own personal stuff. But I just, I know I need to step away from my and own mental health. And you'll do better work. If you step away. Yeah. And I've learned that. So these young people are listening. I mean, I deal with a lot of college students and creative people and that is my advice to them. But I mean, I don't think, I don't think they need to be telling 18 year olds are just starting out. Hey, pace yourself. I think they need to experience creative burnout. We're going to get back to the show in a minute, but this week we're going to try something a little bit different. It's going to act as a commercial break. This is not a sponsorship, but this is actually Jason, who you're just listening to, with his daily traffic report. He lives a little bit far away from work. Traffic's terrible in the morning, so he records some of his thoughts on his way to work, and this is one of those recordings. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. This is a traffic report. I don't fucking get it, because today... You would think I-40 would be backed up, but it's Friday, so I'm like, okay, game, we're going to get there on time today, boys. You're doing a great job, even though you left 10 minutes later than you fucking should. No worries, because it looks like it's not going to fucking starts off good. Your entrance ramp is not blocked the fuck up, all the way backed up, you know, and because of construction or what, the, because of one, one of the fucking one lane, and also you live on an exit fucking or entry ramp. Where it's also the convergence of I-40 to go to fucking the turnpike. The the fucking Turner Turnpike, whatever the fuck it's called. You're kind of riding smooth, man. Then you're getting there, and it starts being slowing down a little bit, a little bit of stops, but then it kind of picks it back up. Like, okay, okay, normal, busy motherfucking traffic in the morning. Because usually once you get to downtown, it opens up. And then you do that little loop-de-loop to 235, and you just got to mess with a few cars trying to get exit at the hospital. And, you know, people going 35 north on there. And then you kind of get there, and you're pretty much like a 10-minute drive as soon as you kind of pass the fairgrounds. Will that turn into fucking 20 today? Because should they go to 235 on bumper the motherfucking bumper for fucking 20 minutes like what the who does that why 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 can't you not predict this shit i'm motherfucking 15 minutes late again i think 
It's tough if you have a full-time job doing something creative. It's helpful because you're learning some skills. But I think the truth is if you really want to make a living on your own, you want to make your own content that people are going to see and that you can make money off of, that you can't have balance. You can't step away. And I think you just have to say it's not going to be fun and push yourself a little further than most people are willing to knowing that you're probably going to go to the point where you just hate everything. Yeah. I really believe that because I think you can't, it's hard to have balance working towards something. I think you have to have the end goal in mind and say, all right, I'm going to work eight hours at work. Then I'm going to go home and work. I'm going to work six more. It's part of your day. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. My advice real quick for people who say, you know, like, well, how do you do that? You know, like, and that's why you and I have come made, we had different life accomplishments throughout life. People go, Oh my gosh. Like, how'd y'all do that? I'm like, we're, we're nobody special. We just have drive and passion probably more so than some other people. But, and how, how we have that passion, how we make it work is some people go, I'm just too busy. Well, you got to consider what makes you busy. Is it actually taking care of your kids? Is it making errands or is busy time mean that you have to come home? You worked, you did some errands. You have to sit down and watch your primetime television at 8 PM and take mm-hmm. that hour offices on it's Thursday night. It's part of your day. And then after the office is over, maybe like, okay, what downtime do I have? No, 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 no. Any kind of relaxation yeah. is your downtime. You have to sacrifice that. Even whether you feel like it or not, you got to go. You got to sacrifice something. Yeah, you do really do. It, and it can be sleep. It can be <laughs> yeah. relationships. It can be time with family. It can be going to the movies. You have to sacrifice something. That's something maybe we should talk about from another time though, is you and I are in our thirties and we're not married. And it's not no. that I just go, well, my life's too much fun. I'm just so much of a bachelor. You know, I'm just getting dates every weekend. <laughs> not true at all. I've never hit on a woman. I've never bought a girl a drink. Okay. I'm not saying I'm a miserable guy. I know I'm fine, but I'm just saying it's like you make certain sacrifices and I live 1100 miles away from my family. who I'm very close to, you know, I can get really emotional talking about it and I don't get to see my nieces and nephews grow up or anything like that, you know? And I make these sacrifices because my family wants me to be away because where I'm from, they know that what I have here in Oklahoma City, where we're from, I don't know if that's a big deal. Chase Sheldon's fan base is, I know, stretching all the way to Alaska, but we are based in <laughs> Oklahoma City here, the uh, miscellaneous stuff. Um, but you know what I mean? Saying that was, that's sacrifices, and I do it all for a creative career and things like that and just a different life. But the funny thing, to speak about my family, you mentioned about um, talking about you work better under pressure. The one person, my, my father of all people said that he thinks I do my best work when I'm under pressure. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. I, I hate that. I don't think that should be the way it's not it fun. is. But and a lot of times in the past, what he's commenting on is like things I like, I procrastinated and not because I just sat around and, you know, watch movies or whatever. I like did other things instead. I was like, oh crap, this deadline's coming up. So I got to do it done. In, I got to get it done in two days. And I finish it, I put it out there, people kind of enjoy it, and I look at it going, what a piece of shit. Because I did it in two days, I should have spent yeah. two months on it. And that's another you know life lesson that I had to learn. And, and that's why people go, Jason, when's your next personal project? I'm like, I have plenty of ideas, but I'm no longer gonna half-ass it. Even though my half-ass stuff people enjoy, but I'm like, imagine if I didn't half-ass it. You know, it could be 10 times better than what you're enjoying right now. I appreciate <sighs> you liking it, but what a piece of shit. I'm somewhere in between though, because I think sometimes because we're also afraid of it being terrible, which I am too. And I always have been, Leah, this is true Go that ahead. I just won't start. Right. Like, cause I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but I've talked about it to you that I've started this podcast before. 
It didn't work because yeah. I obsessed. I obsessed over every detail, which is good sometimes. But other times you just got to start and say it is what it's going to be. Yeah, this is good. This is a really good point you're making right now is because what you struggle with in the past is you let it just, we, you just let your podcast go. Whether it's two hours and you had to go, you know you had to go back and edit it down. And that's just nitpicking and this is so much work and it's just like, ah. Literally didn't have the time. I did not have the time. Right. So now you change your, change it around where it's 40 minutes. That's it. You know, it's being broadcast and people are actually out there enjoying this and listening to it. And I'm so glad that you did find a solution because you have a great setup. You know, you have a passion to entertain people just like I do, not just work. That's another thing about you and I, you know, if, if you're in, if you want to create for your own ego, you can do that. But if you want to make a living at it, you're going to have to deal with so much criticism. You have to do it mm -hmm. because you want to do it. You have a passion to entertain or create, you know, for people, you know, to have that response, have that reaction. And there's so many people out there, if you're doing it for yourself or, you know, you want to find something for you to be a part of like, oh, I'm just a normal person. I have no passion. I don't, maybe I should jump on the movies or I should jump on the art. And that's fine. You can do that and you can do it as a hobby. And then, you know, you have something to talk about when you go out on the weekends or whatever, or, you know, something to make your parents proud of. And that's great. You know, I think everybody should be involved in something, but if you want to make a career out of it, you got to do it for another reason than yourself. That's just my personal opinion I'd to survive. I think it's true. You got to want it. You got to want it real bad. Yeah. Cause you're gonna be ups and downs. You're not gonna get paid for it for something. You know, start it out because yeah. everyone's envious of what we do. You know, not jealous, but just envious. Going, man, you know, that's so cool. You all get to do that. I'm like, is it? Is it really? Yeah. Because you look pretty damn happy with your wife and kids and having your damn house. Because I'm over here of, miserable yeah, crying. The at end product. They like seeing what, <laughs> you know, what going to a movie screening is. Right. Or like people saying, you make cool stuff. But what it takes to get there is a whole different story. Yeah, and we live in that moment. We do get to have those moments. And they're wonderful. They're like. A drug just like you hear stand-up comedians or musicians go on stage and feel that adrenaline rush of the crowd and all that stuff well we don't might not have a live audience you know something all the times it is you Sometimes. know you get to see a screen and i just experienced that you and i both did a movie that i wrote and directed and pretty much jay directed too let's be honest uh, he was a director of photography uh, nine years ago for my college capstone project and my students i teach film production and they were just dying to see this this is like the hidden gem that nobody can get their hands on i had a two-page signed petition wrote to me this past spring and i still kind of held off on showing anybody so I, I finally showed it in a little screen room at the college in a controlled environment and i think you and i both were just blown away that i mean i teared up Oh, I, let's be honest. I cried. Got it on video. It's pretty good. I released it on Instagram. Yeah. You know, and it was like, well, I had to sit there and question myself. Like, what the hell are you crying about? It's not like, oh, wow. It, it would make sense if like 10 years later, I made something I haven't made in years. I've just been working professionally, working, creating for other people. And it's like, okay, do I still got it? Do I, I used to write a lot of comedies, do sketch comedy shows, used to do stand up, blah, blah, blah. And so here I'm going to write a new script and I recorded it and I was kind of really insecure. Do I still got it? Can I still make funny jokes? And then people would laugh at it. And that would make sense that I would get emotional. But why did I get emotional for something that I know worked years ago? People enjoyed it and I still talk about it. You yourself quote the movie to friends of ours. And here it is nine years later and a whole new generation of people are laughing at it and I get overwhelmed. You know, I don't know if it's because of the memories of how it was hard to pull that off yeah. or is it still because like, I realized like, wow, you know, that's, it's just a powerful thing to something that words that you wrote stuff work that you put in 
personally for a personal passion project and people are responding and reacting to it unlike you would do for clients and work yes it's more personal i think i think it's both of those things it's it's something it's a the memory for you it was so important to you is important to me and seeing that it's important to other people that that makes it special so many years later yeah of course like we'll always have those memories of shooting and it being difficult and all whatever those are our stories it's not going to be the same for other people they're just seeing the movie so for them to care that much to want to watch it like that's a big deal and yeah, to like and it as much as they to, did yeah and a lot and just enjoying because i didn't i never wanted to show it because i didn't yeah because i have this you know reputation whatever being the instructor like i don't want to show my college piece of crap that you and i have done 10 times better yeah you know and that's the thing about our documentary we made a short documentary which we won a regional emmy for and it's like people go oh wow you you won the, you won the emmy i'm like yeah yeah but you can too i mean what the hell and but still looking back at that, it's a good story. It is. But you, what you and I create nowadays, especially you, it's like different. it's, we can do so much better, but you know, I don't know. It's hard to be proud of your past work without seeming like an asshole because it's to some people's eyes, like that's still great work. And we're like, man, we can do better piece of shit. And like, oh. no, no, I always look at it. Like, I appreciate that people like whatever I've made, but it's just, to me, it's never going to be good enough. I always right. like, no, you too. You're always going to want something better. And I think that's why it's so important to mention that or that's why i said there's not i don't think to get if you want to get to a point where you're making good work and you're doing it for a living you between now and then you don't get to have that balance you got to be willing to suffer for it i hate that cause it sounds so cliche everyone's like oh, i gotta be on the grind and all that Man, but don't get me you, started on that crap well, suffering actors and stuff come on but i think it's true not suffer to, just to suffer to say you're suffering but i think you got to be willing to put in that <laughs> you know you and i know people like that i know but so that's why I, I feel like I got to say it. Let's give a poll carefully in the future. If you want special guest star, Jason, you want to come back on, what should be the next topic about the entertainment about suffering? <laughs> no, it just like, well, there's so yeah. much stuff to talk about. It's not even funny, but I, I've, where are we? I've just, Oh, we got like 10 minutes. Okay. 12, 12 minutes. Okay. I've spent, we both spent a lot of years, a lot of time and it's not been fun making that documentary wasn't always fun making your movie wasn't fun it was like 18 19 hour days sometimes right and i don't say that because i don't i don't like people bragging about how much time they spent working either i'm just saying for people who are like how'd you get there how do you get to the next level i've spent a lot of time thinking about it. i've spent a lot of time thinking about my mental health and how i can stay balanced and i can mm -hmm. work but also enjoy life right and i think sometimes you just can't i think the what i want is to create and make a living doing that and once I get there, I think maybe I can have the balance. I think to get there, you have to suffer a little. Yeah. What's getting there? When you say to get there, like end what's product, the result? End product, or are you talking about life? Because I've had people that think that I. To make it? Yeah, to make it, quote unquote. Uh, it's like they think that I, because how I'm just such a go getter and I just like, I won't calm down, I won't relax. And they think that once I finally make it and make it to me is making a good living, not even a good living, just a living, being happy every day. And that's where I'm jealous of people who are dentists or want to be a dentist. And they have, they're like, they're fine. I'm doing my job. I enjoy talking to my patients. I have my money. I'm like, they're like, wow, that's really cool. You do that. I go to my own dentist. Like, oh, that's what you do. That's pretty neat. I'm like, no, what's neat is you is happy. Like, I mean, I wish that I didn't. Some days I wish I did not 
want to create and that's yeah, what my passion was but what i really think and we'll see if i ever get there is when i get to that moment i actually will be happy and i'll be content i'm not gonna sit and be like well i'm depressed again I and mean, there's a lot of creative people that are never satisfied you know that they we, I mean, a lot of creative people do suffer from depression you know that are medicating and things like that and i think content that, is a better word than happy though because nobody's happy every day right yeah. overall i guess you can be happy but not yeah, and I, I, I've learned that I've gotten older. I always just ignored a lot of stuff. I ignored living life a lot. In my 20s, I didn't like to have a typical 20s life, and you didn't either. Oh, I missed out on a lot of things. Right. We missed out. We sacrificed. For what? And I was always thinking like, oh, I'll just, I'll just work hard in my 20s, and I'll just do the fun things in my 30s. Well, when you're in your 30s, everybody's married, and you're older, and you realize your body's starting to break down a little bit. And I've also heard people's advice that worked their butts off, and in their 50s, they finally have all the money to do what they want. And then they realize that they're too old and brittle to kind of really enjoy life and i've yeah. heard that i said hey you know he's like a guy that i met one time said that he's like oh man i finally have the money to do this but by god i wish i would have done this when i was younger you know because he worked hard but at the same time could you afford that when you're younger that's another story maybe not but, you know i always think about that but then i you know get reminded when do people do uh compliment me or you know i realize the respect that i earned over the years you know and that's why i think it makes another reason like i get emotional it's because i do work hard I put a lot of hours. I give up a lot of weekends and just to see response, you know, it, it is, it makes things worth living sometimes. I feel like I'm just quoting something right there. Oh, that was quoting. I was quoting a fun project of ours. Never mind. <laughs> I know, I it know. just makes yeah. things worth, it makes, worth <laughs> it makes life worth living. living. It makes life worth living. Okay. <laughs> no, I think to me making it, because I've been asked that a lot, is um, creating things that I want to create and making money doing it. Mm-hmm. And we do that. Right. Now. But I'm saying that it's like, I can do this podcast or I can uh -huh. go make a movie and whatever I make, like there's an audience for it and people enjoy it. And I can just put that out and I make a living doing it. To me, that's where I want to be. The reason I think I've had an easier time and I haven't been as burnt out and I haven't got to that point recently is because I really appreciate where I'm at. I really, I, mm -hmm. I appreciate the job I have and I feel like it's just setting me up for a better future. It can always be worse and you've had worse. Yeah. So and what I'm doing every day is helping me work towards where I want to be. Correct. It's not yeah, like yeah. I'm in a warehouse saying, God, I wish I could be creating. I can't wait till I go home and I can create. I'm already doing it. I'm getting new skills every day and it's helping me because I know I could jump right into something else. There's no gap between, um, different projects creating something i mean i do it every day you do it every day it's so there's we're not losing any skill we're not losing that part of ourselves it's i think it's helpful yeah and i think people that recognize that are some of the most successful people one of my favorite musicians i got the honor to travel in a car with him he's a traveling musician travels all around the country you know he's had movies and soundtracks and things like that and he told me how rough the life is. He's went through a divorce and stuff and trying to keep up with his kids as he's on the road. And it's kind of like, you want, you almost like, oh, you know, feel sorry for me, but he's well aware. He's like, yeah, I have terrible things that happen to me and normal people don't. He's like, but I understand how fortunate I am. I get to do what I love to do every day. And he's like, I'm not, I have to be a plumber. He's like, nothing against that, but he's like, I wouldn't have been happy with that. You know, like I'm, I'm happy with what I do, but there's comes with a lot of sacrifices. That's true too. So if it's like you have a crappy job that you hate, but what do you have when you're not at work? Are you fully content? You know, is your yeah. family there, your kids there, you get to live a happy, happy life that people that actually sacrifice that stuff, fine. Maybe you get to have the work that, you know, that you would be jealous over or envious over, but you gotta remember people that 
have that, what are they giving up? And I always like people, I'm bitter about actors and people that are in the people's magazines. Like, Oh, I feel sorry for the relationship. I'm over there. I'm over here going, why? No, you're just a bitter guy. I'm like, no, because I, they know what they're, look what they have. You know, that's what, yeah, they might have drama, whatever happened to them. And bad you got to give up some things to have these other things. Yeah. So that's all. And that's all their choice. The kid actors are the people I do feel sorry for a lot of times, but anyway, no, it's like you, I think it's important for people to know, like, even if you got to where you think you want to go, you can't expect to just be happy every day. Like nothing bad will ever happen to you again. You know, you start making videos or making movies or acting and like everything's perfect. Nobody's ever going to die. Nobody's ever going to break up with you. Like you'll still have these problems in your life. You just, yeah, you just nature. get to be doing what you're doing. Like you want what you want to do. And I think sometimes people expect too much. Like if I, if I finish that project or I get that job, then I'll just be happy all the time. Like, no, right. you'll still have the regular stuff in your life, but you'll maybe be content. Things are more hard to deal with because some, a lot of these jobs aren't normal nine to five. That's true. And I mean, I'm in a relationship right now. It's really hard on, I've never been married. You know, I've been, I've uh, ruined relationships because of this. You know, I don't, but yeah, I don't know. That's a whole nother story from another time. You're single. You're afraid of relationships a lot of times due to your creativity and your time. And I, I'm afraid of commitment itself. I have, I'm in relationships, but the next step of commitment, I always ruin it because of that. But I know that's for a whole nother time to talk yeah. about stuff like that. It's, it's hard. I think to create and spend as much time doing it as I do and to be in a relationship, I'm hopeful for it. It's something I want. Um, it's something I want for other people. I want other people to be happy in the relationships. I think it's a good thing. It's a positive thing in life. To me, it's just one of those sacrifices. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to do what I do. And is it possible to find a relationship that fits into that? I don't know. Maybe not. Do you need somebody that is involved in the industry or would that cause jealousy amongst each other of who does go support that week of their art opening or their premiere? See, that's what I, what I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I would want somebody that does, does exactly what I do. Yeah. But if you'd have somebody that doesn't, they're always there supporting your career, but then they also have their own feelings in their own life that you have to give up. You're what you're doing that maybe they might not understand your creative mind, you know, how emotional it can get or it's true. And I mean, mean, I've had that people, people, let's be honest, bottom line. I think a lot of people don't understand it. They want to, and they're like interested in what, like how we work and how our brains work or things we do relationships where that is. I mean, that is the thing. They just, I just wish I could explain to them. Yeah. You know, I, it's just so hard. I mean, they sometimes just have to experience and, and live it. I mean, they, I don't know. I know it's not, and it's not fun for somebody else on, on that end. I don't, I, I don't like having to try to explain what I'm thinking or why I'm acting the way I'm acting. And you know, that's not just, that's not creativity, you know, creative right. people just aren't crazy. I'm, I mean, I got my own issues, <laughs> mental health issues, but it's all, it's all wrapped up in, we went to like creative burnout talking about that, which we, we touched on a lot, you know, but then it just segued into just like (laughs) living a creative life and just the ups and downs. But I mean, because that's where burnout comes from. It's like, why deal with burnout? Why even deal with it? Like, well, why don't you just calm the fuck down boys? You know, why, because I think that burnout the first time it happens, nobody knows, Mm -hmm. nobody expects it. It's been, 
it's been a big thing on YouTube now. I had a podcast recommended to me where they talked about that. There's all these YouTubers getting burnt, burnt out. And yeah, I think it's because they have to create content every day and like they're making well, one damn video. I mean, yeah. Like what you and I do. And a lot of them before YouTube, I don't think we're creating. They just started creating. Yeah. They just, and that was their life. They had no idea that this was a thing or that it would happen. It just did. And it, I think the same way it happened to me when I was in college and just, felt like I totally broke down. I had no idea why it was happening or what it meant. And it just does, but it comes from living a creative life. You think, Oh, this is great. That's what I want to do. I just love making things. And then one Mm -hmm. day you wake up and you're like, I don't feel like doing it at all. Yeah. Ever again. Or you think, right. Cause I mean, some people just their minds, they like enjoy creating, but they almost would, some people would rather have that, I don't want to call it mundane. That's kind of a harsh word, but just they'd rather just have that life where they go and do, they know the job, what they expect to happen that day. There's no surprises. There's no, it's a lot of people can have anxiety from that. Yeah. And, and as even like some YouTubers, like you said, they're burned down because they, that's the only way they're going to get paid is they come up with another idea that's going to be guaranteed hits. That is a stressful life There's too. Pressure. Yeah. And that's pressure. And it's solely on you. You and I aren't, we have work in a team. You know, but still, we have to deliver the product, but we still have some kind of guidelines. But the pressure's still on. Yeah, but it's just not much as much of a personal attack. I mean, if we if we do a project that that people aren't in love with, I'm like, all right, on on to the next one. Yeah, and like we we have all these restrictions though as well that the other YouTubers do not. So it's kind of like a you give and take. Yeah, who has it harder? I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, if you're a YouTuber and you can you can not listen to the the trolls and the haters and you just do what you want. And if you have a fan base because of who you are as a person, I think I'm sure it'll be yeah. easy. If you're able to ignore the people who don't like what you do, cause there's always going to be those people. There's going to be people that probably listen to this and think it's stupid or they don't like the content or they don't like the sound of our voice or whatever. But if you can ignore that and just do it cause you like to do it and you know that some people will get something out of it, then it's fine. I think that's the challenge. Yeah, knowing what, who to listen to and who not to listen to, because some people have nothing good to say, and it's not productive. And I'm sure we're running out of time. And on this note, anything creative you're going to do is a time. We got 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. I'll end so this. yeah, are you in on this? I'll end note? on this we'll uh, little take-home note here. This is what I've been saying for years: is anything creative you do, it's a yin and yin and yang in this business. Okay. There's going to be 50 people, 50% of people that love it. 50% of people probably are going to hate it. And you're always going to hear from the people that hate it more. Cause if you're happy with a product, you're happy with your food, your dinner, you walk away satisfied. If there's a problem, you might raise your concern, raise your voice and complain about it. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying like, there's no way to fix that. Just as a creative person, shut up, shut the hell up. That's my I damn alarm if, sound. I don't know if I don't anybody can hear that, that. So it's just you breaking your own. Well, yeah, I'm sure it was because that's my alarm sound. It just freaked my brain out. Didn't appreciate it. So what I'm saying is that as long as you go in, uh, being aware of that, you know, I mean, everything you do, you're going to hear from more of the people that are not, are satisfied and you just got to like, yeah, you take that, you know, you just got to swallow that. And whether you're an artist or a filmmaker or a comedian or whatever actor, I mean, whatever, anything creative, I mean, I, I really, be, I, I truly believe that, but then, you know, that's just me. So, I mean, I really appreciate, uh, you, Jay Shells, Heartland Regional Emmy winner. 
slash uh, Southern Winds Film Festival winner for having me on your for podcast. Best Oklahoma short film? I think That's it was. right. For one year running. <sighs> and yeah. Too bad it's defunct. Well, I appreciate you coming on. These are actually, <laughs> these are these are my favorite type of conversations. They really are. Yes, yeah, suck at Cassie Ball. Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> what? No, I really, I just, I don't know. I love conversations about Shout creativity. Shout out to mental Cass health. Ball. Cass Ball. Cass B. All right, let it go. Well, she gave me a shout out, so. That's true. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, come on and do it again. We can. I feel like we can talk about this for another couple hours, so. Yeah, but like, well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind coming back up. I'll, I'm interested to see the feedback, as we say. Most of it will be negative. Yeah, I'm ready, <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the haters. But anyway, Shout I'm out to the haters. To, uh, <laughs> let us know, uh, listeners, the feedback of if this is interesting to you to talk about the entertainment industry, but what to talk about next you know relationships or we talk about creative burnout a little bit and just mental health a little bit yeah about to it, me so. forget the industry i don't want to talk about the quote-unquote well industry. you know i mean we're involved we're creative we want to be creative with yes but i'm more interested in talking about like creative life what that's that, what i mean okay like, yeah relationships and things like how it affects curious. your different yeah. parts of your life your brain right all that stuff so let us okay. know all right we'll do it again soon Thanks again to Jason for coming on the show. Creativity, mental health, relationships, those are some of my favorite topics. So this was a lot of fun for me, and I hope to do another episode like this soon. But until then, hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.